Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023. And this coming up is my birthday weekend. This is my real birthday. You know how I have a fake birthday in October? Well, this is a real birthday. On Monday, I will be turning 59 years old. Uh, just a quick funny story. So today I went to the grocery store to get um, cake mix and stuff because I'm going to make my own uh, birthday cake. And um, I, I went to pick up the numbers. You know, they have those candle numbers that you put on the cake. Well, I don't know what in the world I was thinking, but I picked up a six and a zero, <laughs> like 60. I'm like, I'm not turning 60. When I got home and I was putting them away, I'm like, oh my God, what did I, what was I thinking? I really meant to get a five and a nine because I'm turning 59. So now I'm going to have to go back and get those. Uh, I might as well keep 60 because I'm going to be uh, having those um, for next year. Now, speaking of my birthday weekend, my husband called and uh, left left a voicemail message. Let's listen to that now. Hi, Archer. This is your husband. Happy birthday. I encourage all of your listeners to call you and wish you a happy birthday. I love you. Oh, isn't that sweet? Thank you so much, sweetie. Yes, I'm going to um, echo his uh, request there. And if you feel like calling to wish me a happy birthday for Monday, my voicemail line is 202-709-3029. And you can call and leave a voicemail message. I would appreciate that. Now, speaking of voicemail messages, I have connected the phone to the Rodecaster Pro 2, and we're going to make uh, some phone calls. Um, I don't know if you listened to the latest Mix Minus, but um, Adam would like everybody to call their show and um, congratulate him on his promotion and tell him that he totally deserved it. So we're going to call Mix Minus and um, leave them a message. Now, their number is 707. I think I have that turned up. 707 613 um, 3284. 3284. All right, let's call them. Hey, you reached the voicemail for a mixed minus podcast. If there's been a death, let us know. Or just leave a message and we'll play it on the show. I don't know why that's so distorted. This is Archer calling for Adam of Mix Minus and the Geeky Gay Podcast. Adam, I heard on your least, your most recent Mix Minus that you got a promotion. Well, I actually heard on your award-winning podcast, Geeky Gay, as well. And I heard you got a promotion. I would like to personally congratulate you on that promotion and tell you that you totally deserved it. All right. Enjoy. Bye. All right, that's our message to Mix Minus. You may hear it on the uh, next Mix Minus show. Now, I also have another phone call to make. I wanted to call Big Fatty because I kept hearing, well, we know that um, Baron Frosty visited Big Fatty at the, um, what is it, what is it called? What does he call his little house? I don't know. Anyway, um, and he talked about possibly, well, uh, uh, Baron Frosty talked about possibly bringing back the Blime Time podcast, but I haven't heard a word about it. So I want to call Big Fatty and find out um, what's going on with Blime Time. So let's call uh, Big Fatty's show. And his number is 619 784 6. 
three, three, one. All right, let's call his uh, show. Oh, we get all the ringing. I might cut some of the ringing out. Come on, pick up. Here we go. Hello, Gloppies. This is Brad Ruddy and Bruno and Squeaky. Uh, and uh, thank you for calling. Uh, leave a message on the mechanical. And Brad Ruddy will eventually play. Big Daddy eventually could be weeks. But uh, we'll get it. We'll get it played. Thank you for calling. <laughs> All right. Let's hear the beep. Hi, Big Fatty. This is Archer from Archer Radio. I'm calling with a question because I was remembering recently that you were talking about Baron Frosty and his crew possibly starting up Blime Time, the Blime Time podcast again. But I haven't heard anything about it. Um, have they started podcast again? podcasting again? And if so, have they posted any new little shows? I'm still subscribed to the feed, but I haven't gotten anything. And I and I know, you know, you know everything. So I thought I would call and find out. So let me know. Give me some details. All right. That's all. Bye. All right. Those are our phone calls for today. And I can turn that volume down and just uh, do my talking. All right. So on Sunday, on the Sunday morning show, on Sunday uh, CBS Sunday Morning Show. I usually watch that on Sundays, but um, what I've been doing lately is watching the individual little segments on YouTube. And I saw from Sunday Show, they had a segment. Well, it was all about, it's called, it was the design episode where they all talk about houses and design and all that kind of stuff. And um, one of the little segments was about um, when you go to visit people, do they ask you to take your shoes off or keep your shoes on? And I thought that was a really interesting thing. I have to tell you that I have not been, I, I've been thinking about this. I, I haven't been to anybody's house recently where they've asked me to take my shoes off. And on one side of me says, I don't know that they really want me to take my shoes off because um, it could stink. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm wearing leather tennis shoes and your feet uh, sweat in the leather tennis shoes. So, you know, I, I just don't know if they want, you know, to smell that. Um, you know, while I'm visiting. So, um, but I wondered if what other people thought, if, if do you guys take, well, in your own house, let's say that in your own house, because in our house, we do not ask people to take off their shoes, but I'm wondering if the other people, uh, who are the listeners, um, do you ask people to take shoes off in the house? And if so, do you provide little um, booties or little other shoes for them to put on or, or just walk around their sock feet. I'm, I don't know why I'm so curious about that, but that segment uh, made me think because they had, of course they, they had people from both sides of the aisle saying um, that they want people to take off their shoes because people bring in a lot of stuff from outside. And I guess they feel that people are going to distribute that stuff in their house. And it could be anything from, I don't know. Um, oh, there's the, I got an email. I don't know if you heard that or not. Um, you know, they bring in, uh, I guess, germs or dog poop or whatever this is on the bottom of their shoes. They're bringing it into the into people's houses, and I I don't know that I would think too much about that. Um, but but they did. And then the other side is absolutely not. I would not ask people to take off their shoes. I want people to feel comfortable in my house. And if if they if, if keeping their shoes on 
makes them feel comfortable, then I certainly would not ask them to take their shoes off. And I think that that's actually how I feel, that I would, I personally wear shoes in the house all the time. I think I heard on Adam's show, the little, uh, not the little geeky, <laughs> geeky, I think Adam said that he doesn't wear shoes in his house or, or was it the other way around? I don't know. I can't remember. But if you have a strong comment about that, um, I would really love to hear your opinion on that. Shoes on or shoes off when people come to your house? Um, there was no definitive uh, yes or no from the segment on the CBS Sunday Morning Show, but I was just curious what other people were thinking. Um, okay, other things. Um, okay, so I, I should, probably should have led with this. So last Friday, I went to the new Apple store opening at Tyson's Corner Mall in Virginia. And Daniel said on Mix Minus, oh, it's not even a new store. Well, it technically is a new store in a different location. They completely uh, built a brand new store. None of, the, none of the other stuff that was in that old store came over to the new store, except for probably merchandise. But it was a um, beautiful new store. And I like the wood and they have a separate area for the Genius Bar and they have a separate area for the watch, what do they call it, watch library or watch station or something. Um, but anyway, I made a video on YouTube about that. And if I look right now, I mean, I posted it on YouTube and some of you have probably already seen it, but others of you may have not seen it. And you could go to my website and click on, oops, it's going to come up. Um, you can look on the website, on my website, archer.com, and you will see uh, YouTube up in the corner. You can click on that. It'll take you right to my, my um, channel on YouTube. But anyway... I posted that video on Friday afternoon, and in, what's that, five, six days, um, I have 542 views already, when most of my videos don't get anywhere near that kind of attention, like our little um, Oreo one that I posted with the um, audio gate, um, that has only gotten 182 views, but the uh, Apple Store opening got has right now 542 views, and I just think that's amazing. So if you want to check out my um, being there for the opening of the Apple Store, and I met the, uh, well, I didn't meet her, but I shook her hand and she said, welcome to Apple or whatever, the um, retail, senior vice president of retail, something O'Brien, I can't think of her name, but um, it was nice. I met her, you know, whatever. And then, you know, the, all the employees were um, cheering and clapping as you walked into the store and you walked down this big line of people and they're cheering for you and everything. So anyway, I made a video of that and I, I would suggest you go check it out on my YouTube channel. And again, you can find that by going to A-R-C-H-E-R-R.com and clicking on the YouTube at the top of the page. And it'll take you right to the my YouTube um, my YouTube channel. And I got a couple more subscribers out of that. I'm up to 306 subscribers, but um, I need a lot more than that. In any case, so that was on Friday. Well, while I was there, I bought a new um, Apple Studio display. So now I have two Apple Studio displays on my desk. And I'm telling you what, they take up a lot of space. And I am, I haven't, uh, you know, really figured it out in terms of shuffling them around and moving stuff around because I don't have a whole lot of space on my desk. And I've got the Apple Studio or the Mac Studio in between them. And then I had all this, um, I don't know, the frustration, I guess, with um, deciding or figuring out how to play. Okay, so Kathy Bacon was correct. I 
really bought the second display so that I could watch something on Netflix or um, uh, Hulu or HBO Max. Well, now it's just Max. So that I could watch that on one screen and do work and stuff on the other screen. So like, for example, right now, in the background here, my, my Mac Studio is really hot right now. I am processing videos that I downloaded from the internet, and they take a lot of processing power. And I had 23 movies to um, process, and I still have one, two, three, four, five, six, six to go. And if one finishes processing while, this, uh, while I'm podcasting, then um, you'll hear a, a ding noise. Pretty much, I'm, I'm sure you will. Any case... Um, so, where was I going with that? Um, oh, I know. I had I couldn't figure out how to play the audio on one display and not on the other, or if I wanted to play the audio on both from both displays because they both have stereo speakers. Um, and besides looking great, they sound great. But I did a little research and found that you create a MIDI um, M I D I. What's that called? MIDI aggregated multi-output device. And that's if you want to play the audio on both of them. Um, in the MIDI uh, audio devices MIDI thing, you can choose the speakers for which display. So like if I was watching a video or a um, Netflix uh, show or something on the extra monitor, I could choose the audio to play out of just those speakers and not out of the MIDI. Like, did you hear that sound? That was um, saying that one of my uh, videos was finished processing. Um, anyway, so I had to figure that out. And, um, you know, so that I could listen to the audio from the one speaker, I mean, from the one display and not from the other. And that's really what I'm talking about. And I, I did figure that out. So there's that. Um, but really, the, the biggest thing is just the space. I, I, I think I need to get a new desk rearrange the stuff so that they're almost like flat. Right now I have the extra display tilted at an angle from my, but it's literally right next. I have the, the little black space that goes around the monitors touching each other in the corner, in like a corner thing. So um, anyway, I love the new monitor. It's doing exactly what I wanted it to do. I know it was outrageously expensive for just to play Netflix on, but um, it's doing what I wanted it to do. And that's exactly why I got it. That was part of my own uh, birthday gift to myself. The other um, birthday gift, I think I've already mentioned that, was I, I pre-ordered the Rodecaster Duo, which is a smaller device in, in, than the Rodecaster Pro 2. And it was supposed to be delivered on tomorrow, May 26th. But it's now back-ordered because um, I guess I didn't order it quick enough, early enough. Um, so they've already used up all their inventory, um, shipping out to people who ordered it a lot earlier than I did. So now it's looking like mid-June before I'm going to get the um, uh, Roadcaster Duo. But I'm really looking forward to it because I, I got the uh, podcasting stuff out today. And my you should see this desk right now. It looks a mess. There are cords going everywhere. I've got... Because this building is old, we don't have the best electrical system. Um, I have an extension cord plugged into the bathroom in the hallway uh, running power to the Roadcaster Pro 2 because I don't have any more plugs because the last plug I had, I plugged in the extra monitor. So 
it's just, it's like janky. I guess I got so much crap sitting around here with all these cords and stuff. In any case, so there's the, that's the whole uh, monitor thing. Um, so last night, I'm sure you've probably heard that uh, Ron DeSantis uh, announced he's running for president, but he did it on Twitter with a little audio from Elon Musk. And I don't know if you heard, but it was a mess. They totally fucked it up. There's like a uh, way more people than they thought were going to join in um, because it was, he did it with um, Twitter circles. And I don't think that that's the best, strongest platform to do it on. Um, but I just thought it was so funny. This man thinks he's going to be president, which good God, I hope he's not. Then again, I don't want any Republican, not just him, but any Republican. And him being from Florida, there you, you could not pay me to go to Florida. I swear to God, you could not pay me to go to Florida. And all because of him and all these laws that he's put in place that are completely against everything I stand for. The gays, trans, um, education. Oh, my God, he's fucking up the education system down there so bad. Well, actually, all these Republican governors are doing that. Um, so anyway... Um, so I, my, my point is, God, I feel like I'm all over the place today. Um, my point is, is that DeSantis uh, was announced as running for governor, but uh, it was such a clusterfuck. And on Good Morning America this morning, I, they, George Stephanopoulos was trying so hard not to laugh when he was talking about the announcement. And um, I, I mean, I could see it on his face. He's like, oh, my God, what a what a clusterfuck. Um, of course, he didn't say that. He was very professional and just talked about the story, but, you know, it was funny. Um, last thing. So last night we had a board meeting for our condominium. And generally, I don't, we don't tune in because they do it on Zoom. And I don't, we don't tune in on a regular basis. But they had sent out, um, like last week, I guess it was, they sent out an updated version of the rules and regulations for our condo our condo building. And in there, well, I should actually preface, 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 what's the word I'm thinking? Preface that with another little story. About a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, actually it was more than that, it was probably back in February, um, our condo switched companies for the key fobs to get into the building. You know, you have a little key fob and you hold it up there and then the door unlocks for you to get in. And, before, I had three different key fobs. I had one for my car so I can get in the uh, parking lot and the garage. I had another one for um, a small keychain. It just has my door key, uh, e uh, mailbox key, and the key fob that I take with me when I go walking in the neighborhood. And then a third key fob on my car uh, key ring so that when I'm in the car, um, or when I'm taking the car keys with me, I have a key fob to get back in it and not the little keychain. So I had three key fobs and it very convenient. It all worked perfectly for me. Well, when they went to this new system, they said, all right, owners and residents can only have one key fob per person. Now I was like, oh my God, how fucking inconvenient is that going to be? So what I'm doing now is I take the, key, the only one key fob that I have and if I'm going to drive somewhere, I put it on the key ring that I'm, it has my car keys on. If I'm just going to walk in the neighborhood, do my usual walk, I have to take it off of the car key ring and put it on the small key ring because I don't, do not, blah, 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 do not want to carry that big car key fob in, uh, 
in my pocket while I'm walking because, you know, it's, it's too heavy. It's just, just, and I have other keys on there. Um, so I'm just doing this back and forth and back and forth. And then, um, then they sent out the new rules and regulations. And in the rules and regulations, under the uh, key entry or the entry system, it says um, additional key fobs. It says owners can purchase additional key fobs for the cost, blah, blah, blah. Then the next sentence says, each owner or resident is limited to one key fob. So I was like, that's a contradiction. If you're saying we can purchase additional key fobs, but yet you're say, limiting it to only one. So anyway, um, myself and other people that I've talked to in the building, because you know I have all these girlfriends in the building. Of course, they're all in their 80s, but um, I've talked to them, and they have the same frustration I do of, of moving this key fob from key, key ring to key ring, and it drives them crazy just as it drives me crazy. So um, in each board meeting, they have an open form section right at the beginning of the meeting for um, owners and residents to you know bring up concerns or whatever. So my husband and I decided we would join the um, board meeting last night on Zoom and ask about this the this whole key fob thing and the horrible wording of the rules and regulations. So you know I get on there and um, they call me first because they what they do is they go through. Um, the people on the thing who, and basically, however, how, whenever you um, join the Zoom thing, they do that. Well, I was like the first one in there, so they called me first. So I just went into my rant and I said, you know, you have this rules and regulations that says that we can have additional key files, but then the the next sentence it says you can only have one. And my question was, why? Why can I only have one? And they were like, well, security issues. We had um, uh, a resident, a renter last year selling drugs out of his condo and he was giving key fobs to his different runners who would, you know, I guess bring him the drugs or whatever. I don't, I don't know, but the guy had like 60 key fobs because before you could just go to the front desk and ask for a key fob and they would give it to you. Um, so they, she was the uh, president of the board was trying to explain, this is really for security because, you know, at one point, our building had 9,000 key fobs in circulation and we really had to just rein that in. So we're limiting it to only one. And so then my husband and I both explained the inconvenience of only having one and all of this. And they said, well, it sounds like we need to look into this. So um, basically after our, I don't want to call it bitching, but um, after our discussion, our concern, our raising the topic, uh, the president says, well, clearly this is something that we we need to look into. And then basically shut, shut us off, you know, so like our time was up. So now I'm thinking, are they actually going to look into this? Am I, I'm, are we going to actually get maybe one extra key fob per person? Um, I don't know. But what I'm going to do, I decided, is the next board meeting, which is in June... I'm going to get back on the Zoom and I'm going to ask for a follow-up. If I don't hear anything between now and next month, I'm going to get back on there and follow up about the key fobs and find out why, you know, what's what's going on with it. Do we get another one? Did you rewrite the rules? What's what's going on with it? So, because they're, they're not very good at communicating um, things very well, I don't think. So I'm going to have to, you have to follow up. And, you know, I was thinking about this too, because I'm not the only person um, in the podcasting world who has issues with their either HOA or their condo board or whatever. Cause I've heard other people, um, like big, uh, not big fatty, um, 
Baron Frosty has talked about it on Facebook uh, with his um, HOA or his uh, condo board. And I know Ricky has talked about it, talked about his. I think he's even on the board um, for his condo association. So, you know, I don't want to be a Karen, you know, but I, I want another key fob. <laughs> Just one more. I, I, could, I could deal with one more. So we'll see how that goes. All right, so that's all I have for today. Um, I'm going to be enjoying this birthday weekend. We're having some friends over on Sunday night for dinner to celebrate my birthday. I'm going to make my own birthday cake um, tomorrow. I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Um, And I have to go out and get candles the right number. I still think that's so funny. I got the wrong birthday candles. (laughs) and I'm not turning 60. I got a whole other year. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for staying subscribed and all of that. So until next time, oh, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Um, So until next time, bye. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.